0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Elemental Evans Show. Thank you all so much for tuning in on this beautiful Wellness Wednesday. As you all already know, I produce all of these episodes on Wednesdays. So if you are interested in hearing more of these episodes and staying up to date, be sure to always tune in on Wednesdays. And also a quick update. If you are wanting to see the video format of these episodes, then please be sure to subscribe on Uh, YouTube at Elemental Evan and that way you can see these episodes in video format and this episode as well will be on YouTube. So go on ahead after this episode and subscribe on there or go and just watch the video. Uh, The videos usually come out a little bit after I release the podcast episode in just the audio format. But nonetheless, they get up there eventually. So uh, go ahead and check that out. And if you aren't already subscribed on whatever platform you're on right now listening to this podcast, then please do so. And of course, share this information with the people you love and people you believe that can benefit from this information. And today, I am so blessed because I get to have another interview podcast episode, which has been really awesome because I've had three or four of them already in a row, which is. Uh, not usually very common for me, so it's been really nice because I've been able to bring, you know, people with different perspectives and different specialties in health onto the show and share their take and their information, which a lot of times is information that I wouldn't have or I would not have really looked at the health issue in that general uh, way that they are. So, really excited to be able to bring on to the show today, Ivana Bajik, who is a really great friend of mine. Uh, It's an honor to have her on the show. She is a coach and a writer. She's actually writing her first book, As We Speak, Uh, It's really awesome and I can't wait to get my hands on it when she finally releases it. Not sure when that is. I'm sure that is a long process writing a book, so we'll have to stay posted. Uh, Nonetheless, she's also a yoga teacher and she works with the body and overall just really wants to help people feel better and feel good about their life and their body and, and, you know, move and feel good when they move. So, uh, definitely right up our alley on this show, uh, in terms of what she is into and what she teaches. And in terms of being a yoga teacher, she definitely drops a bit of yogic teaching knowledge on this show. Uh, there are a few times where we get into certain topics such as creative energy in the body and how you can actually use that for things like manifesting, which is a very buzzword at the moment. Uh, But definitely feel free to tune into that part. It's later on in the episode and hear what we have to say about that. But just uh, letting you guys know that if there's some terminology you don't quite understand, it's probably coming from a yogic background and uh, just stick with it and it will be explained throughout the episode. And aside from that, yeah, just really excited to talk about all things relationships, which is something I haven't really covered on this show yet, but is just such an incredibly important part of health really. I mean, if you do not have healthy relationships, then it's very hard to feel good in life. And if you're not feeling good in life, then uh, I'm sure your body's taking a toll. You're probably stressed and you're holding that in areas of your body that you shouldn't be. And you're just not living your life to the fullest, which is something we don't want. We want to have beautiful relationships. And on top of that, we've seen that in some of these really massive studies, that some of the most important aspects of our health are our relationships. I actually covered in a previous episode that there was a study done over the span of like 70 years, I want to say, where they followed a a group of men from different uh, backgrounds and they just... Watched how their lives played out and uh, saw, you know, how long they lived and what were the different factors that they had that helped them to live so long. And what it really came down to was not money, not even necessarily the food that they were eating, but rather the relationships that they had with people. Now, today we're going to be talking primarily about intimate relationships, which is equally as important because that is going to be your best friend that you spend most of your time with. So, if you are For example, looking to get into a relationship, then this is definitely going to be very valuable for you because Ivana shares some information on how to do the self work to be ready to even get into a relationship, right? Because a lot of the times people jump into relationships without ever doing the self work, without ever first looking within and being comfortable with yourself and knowing who you are before then going out and sharing that with someone else, right? We sometimes look for, um, you know, people in almost a, uh, you know, a very like hurried way in like, oh, I'm getting older or uh, I need to find someone now. You know, It's, I've, it's been too long without having a partner, right? And it's really important for us to understand that we do need to do some uh, self-work and feel whole with ourselves before we share that with someone else. So we go really deep into that as well as talking about, One of Ivana's major tips for if you are single and you want to find that ideal person uh, out there and eventually make them your partner. So it was a really cool thing to hear her say and I highly agree with everything she said on that. Tip. So be sure to uh, tune into that. And then, uh, last but not least, we also talk a bit about how to keep a relationship going and being and be healthy in that relationship, as well as being able to uh, manifest your dreams, uh, your dream life, and and uh, you know using that creative energy into uh, putting it into reality. So. Yeah, today's episode was excellent. I'm so happy to have had this opportunity to speak with Ivana on this show and, you know, bring her on for the first time. I'm sure she'll probably come back on in the future. And I hope you all really enjoyed this episode and have some really big takeaways that you can apply to your life today because that's what this show is all about. I am just here to provide all of you with health knowledge and, you know, give it to you and let you run with it and do what you will with it. But this is kind of a you know, for the inner kid in me that was going through all of these health issues specifically with my gut. And, uh, you know, I had no one to really turn to and, and talk to about what are the alternative methods of healing my gut outside of pharmaceuticals and, uh, just being in the hospital. Right. So yeah, that's kind of my goal with this show. And I hope you all enjoy and receive so much benefit out of this show. Thank you very much and enjoy peace. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Elemental Oven show. Today, I have a very amazing guest here with me today. Her name is Ivana, a longtime friend of mine. Welcome to the show, Ivana.
1: Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be here.
0: No, I'm honored to have you on. And I know we have a little time difference here. So I'm very appreciative that we were able to line it up and and get you on the show. I'm really excited for our topics today.
1: (laughs) Yeah, nice. Me too.
0: So to get you introduced to the show so our listeners have a better idea of who you are, let's go ahead and start off with where are you from?
1: Uh, I'm French from Paris, and I grew in this little town, as you know, very boring. So I did a career in sports, and I've been a personal trainer, a yoga teacher, and I was very good and very satisfied with my life in a very professional level, and at some point I just was missing love. Love was missing, missing for years, so I start a huge work on myself to dive in the question of what's wrong with me, and to get this info, I also started to travel, and I've been moving since 2019, all over the world, and i just back in France since a few years months now and yeah luckily happily settled and married yes (laughs) so i found the answer of how to um actually find the right partner and how to make it uh, a partnership that can really help you grow and that is healthy
0: I love that, love that, Ivana. And so you already kind of mentioned this, but you're back in France. Where specifically in France? I obviously know because I visited <laughs> you guys, and I love it. But uh, please share with our uh, with our listeners.
1: Uh, the place is named Annecy. is close to Geneva on the Switzerland border, and is with amazing lake surrounded by nature with amazing mountains. So it's kind of a little town, but at the same time, there is this connection with the nature that was very, very important for me after spending some time in Copenhagen, in Bali, in Mexico, where you're really surrounded by nature. So it was not possible just to get back in a city and to work normally.
0: Yeah, absolutely agree. And I love the uh, little city or town of ANSI. Uh, it's absolutely gorgeous so uh, really really cool happy you guys moved there it gives me a great reason to go out there um, and then also what is a favorite book of yours
1: oh uh, one of my really favorite book it's the um four agreements mm-hmm. it's simple and you can really read it as a fiction and every time you read it There's some understanding that comes depending on what you need to understand, what you need to improve. And I love because someone of 10 years old can read it, but someone also of 80 years old. And we can all really learn in an easy way lots of things and it's beautiful, it's simple, it's practical. And yeah, it feels right. I mean, it's really something that resonates a lot with me and helped me kind of understand a lot how to act in my life and how to improve myself.
0: Yeah, I really like that. It's it. The Four Agreements is one of my favorite books and and one of the favorite books of many guests on this show. So uh, there's mm-hmm. a good reason for it. It's like you said, it's very simple. It's compact. Like it's not a huge read, but it's very. Uh, you know, with each word, it has a lot of meaning, and it's also, like you said, something that kind of adapts with you as you go through life. So, uh, yeah. really love that book choice. Um, thank you for sharing that. And then, yeah. what is a favorite quote of yours, Ivana?
1: There is this one quote that I really, really like and resonates with me a lot. It comes from Ramana Maharashi, and it's uh, it he uh, it's he's a saint, and he has been asked how to treat others and he replied to that there is no others mm. and it kind of you know blows your mind because then you understand what the word union that the yoga is seeking for really means that for sure there is no separation in between you and other and when you get to that state of consciousness and that state of love that you love others just as you love yourself because we are all one that's kind of who you got there and yeah yeah it's a nice reminder when you feel that the outside start to be a little overwhelming and that. You might get out of your center because you might judge, you might be without compassion and just get uh, hurt because it's, yeah, in everyday life, we can be hurt so easily. And when you remind yourself that, yeah, maybe the other person didn't have the opportunity to act in a different way. And if you can just, open your heart instead of closing yourself and have this compassion and this love that will be like the, the greatest gift that you can give to the world. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's truly, you know, when you do harm to others, it's, it's doing harm to yourself and maybe not directly, but uh, that does come around for sure. Love that quote and it's a great segue i think into uh you know a major topic that we're going to be covering which is definitely relationships and you mentioned a little earlier that um you know you went through this phase where you felt successful and satisfied on a level of you know like your your achievements and your physical work but you felt that there was something missing and uh trying to find this love uh now in your progress of getting to the love, what kind of self work do you feel is necessary to open up to finding that partner that is right for you? And, and, uh, you know, because I think a lot of people are sometimes so uh, caught up with just trying to find someone, you know, oh, I, I I don't want to be alone, I want to, you know, and and they're always kind of rushing to find someone to fill a gap. Whereas, I think it's important for us to be very satisfied with ourselves and comfortable being alone with ourselves before we kind of open up to someone. And I think there's a lot of self-work that goes into it. And I know you know a lot on that. So um, feel free to dive in anywhere on that and and share any experiences or wisdom that you have.
1: Well, you kind of said already the key is really to first fill up your cup and to feel good by being by yourself. Because if you expect that someone else fill up what's missing to distract you, then it cannot last for a long time. At some point, you will see that the person will not uh, satisfy your expectation because actually you didn't even do the work to know yourself what you need to fill up your cup. And when we're in this phase of being by yourself, we usually struggle and we want as soon as possible to get out of that state because being single is kind of being sick, you know, it's like, oh my God, I need to uh, find a man to show the world that I'm like successful, but because somehow it is a proof of um, yeah, doing like others. And once you, single you're kind of a black sheep so it's kind of okay what's wrong with me everybody is in couple everybody seems like being you know having this amazing relationship what's wrong with me so you start asking yourself what's wrong but you forget to already look what's beautiful within you and you just start Doing some therapy, some workshop to enhance something, to uh, add some skills, to do more, more and more. Instead of just trying to see already what makes you right here and right now beautiful. Because we always want to do more, but at some point we're not even aware of who we are right now. And once we start opening up and falling in love with ourselves, this is the key by exploring, discovering the dark side with this phase when you're like sad, when you're angry, when you hate the whole world and even yourself included. And when you're capable of looking at it and smiling to that because it's just a moment in your life that's gonna go up and down and sometimes again here and sometimes not but at the same time there's also this you this unique you that even if your parents have you know like you come from the same parents like from like your brother and your sister but you're unique and it's about Finding this treasure that we all carry within and doing the work to dive deep inside us to fall in love fully, deeply, authentically for this whole human being that is human. So we have to accept that we are not perfect it might be boring actually if we will be perfect but also knowing that we are human but also we're god and goddesses so we also deserve something that is wow and we also deserve to love ourselves fully and conditionally And to get ready, because through ourselves we're learning how to act with other, to be ready to commit with someone else and to really open a heart without this fear of being wounded, without a fear of being seen for who we are. Because actually we want to be seen, we want to be heard, we want to be held for who we are. But for that, to allow someone to see you hundred percent how you are you have first to do the work to see yourself just as you are and to accept it and the acceptance part it's not easy because we always think that we need to improve and this is where I'm like always hey guys when I'm coaching my students I'm like just see right here right now the beauty and maybe things won't ever change Just like be satisfied with things that life already gave you. And through that, just try to understand that there's always a reason. And that's fine. That's fine. Acceptance is really a key to find this inner peace, inner balance. And then it helps you also move and flow through the life without, you know, forcing things, pushing and trying to fill up your cup from the outside because actually we're already full inside. But it's so hard, you know, to to find the courage to get inside and to explore because it's a hard work. It's really, it takes courage, but at the same time, it's just like beautiful. Like it, there's so much beauty, so much growth, and it's key because if we don't know ourselves, and if we are not capable of seeing ourselves fully, then we we'll, won't be also capable of seeing others as they are, and we won't be able to accept that other might think differently and see the world differently. So, if we don't really love herself and see herself as we are we cannot accept diversity and we kind of tend to think that everybody needs to do the same as we do to think the same as we do so we are in this egoistic uh mindset
0: yeah no it's uh It's very true, I think. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I hope you're all enjoying this episode. I just wanted to take a quick second and talk a little bit about one of our affiliates, Organifi. So if you listen to the show pretty often, then you already know that the food we're eating is less nutrient dense than it was one to two to three to 400 years ago, and so on and so forth. Now, a major reason for this is because of monocropping, which really depletes our soils of necessary vitamins and minerals that our body needs to function properly on the daily. If you are eating a diet that is rich in whole foods, this means that you are still probably not getting the necessary levels of vitamins and minerals that your body requires. However, if you are out there hunting, foraging, and farming, then that might be a different story for you, but most of us are not able to do that in our day-to-day lives, which leads me to Organify and why I try to get at least one, if not more, of their juice powders into my daily mix. Now, one of the main reasons that I'm a really big fan of Organifi is because all of their ingredients are whole food sourced. So they all come from these really powerful adaptogenic herbs and mushrooms such as reishi, cordyceps, shaga, moringa, spirulina, chlorella, turmeric, you name it, they have it in there. They're crafted specifically for different times of the day. So you have the green juice for the morning time, which is going to be beneficial for the cortisol release and your adrenal glands and it's going to help detoxify your body. Whereas the red blend is going to be a midday pick-me-up with some cordyceps and reishi in there. And then you have the chocolate gold formula, which is one of my favorites. It's like a cup of hot cocoa at the end of the day, but it's loaded with some really great stuff such as magnesium, turmeric, as well as obviously cacao and it is going to help you ease into bedtime on top of all of that Organifi is also 100% USDA organic and they even go one step further to third-party test all of their products for glyphosate which is really huge and to me just shows that they truly care about not only you the customer but also just the products that they're providing and making sure that they are not purchasing items that are allowing these terrible things to be sprayed on our foods. And last but not least, they do not use sugar as the sweetener in any of their products. They use things like stevia and monk fruit to get away from using sugar and keep your insulin from spiking like it would if you were drinking an extremely sugary drink, but fear not, these are still absolutely delicious. And trust me, this is coming from someone who has tried a lot of green juices. So I know what I'm talking about here, and I promise you these things are delicious and you're going to love them. So if you wanna get your hands on some of these products, then go ahead and check out Organifi. They're linked in the show notes, or you can go to Organifi.com. However, the easiest route would be right in the show notes here on this episode, plus, On that link, you will see that there is a 20% discount code, and that is just for being a listener of the show. That is my thank you to you for all of your support and also my kind of way of giving back to you and uh, helping you to try some of these products that I really, really enjoy. So go on ahead and click on that link in the show notes and use the code for 20% off your entire order. Alrighty, everyone. I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. One thing that I see a lot is, um, you know, people have this idea and this is my personal opinion on it, which is that, you know, people think that they need someone to complete them when, like you said, it's like, we're already whole, right? Like you don't need someone to complete you. And I think when you go out looking for a partner with that mindset of, I need someone to complete me, to make me whole, to cover this and do that and blah, blah, blah. Like I'm lacking in these areas, so I need someone to make up for it. And it's like, in my opinion you are completely fine on your own. You should be able to really, at the end of the day, completely rely on yourself, right? And for emotional, spiritual, all of that, um, uh, you know, health. But at the end of the day, we are social creatures. And so obviously we, we do want love and we want connection. And uh, what I like, what you said is just the fact of understanding that you are already complete and whole and being able to feel comfortable with being alone, because once you do that and you're vulnerable in the field of of a relationship, you know, you really just show who you are. This is this is, you know, unapologetically like this is me, this is what I enjoy, this is what I'm looking for and very clear with it. I think you end up drawing a person who is going to also mirror that in many ways and naturally you'll kind of fit together, you know, instead of trying to force this like Oh I really need something I need someone I need uh someone to help me in this way or that instead of just being like hey like I'm good on my own I don't you know you know and it also almost takes a desperation out of it like you're not mm-hmm. I don't need someone but I would love for someone to be with me and kind of you know com- complete me as an, in a relationship you know but like at the end of the day like understanding that you both are two individual whole beings and and you know you 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 have everything you need within but finding someone to compliment that i think is really beautiful and is something that's really great to find and i know that in my own relationship and i'm i you know i'm going to say i'm sure probably in yours as well you know there was like a high level of vulnerability with ashley from day 1 i uh was very honest in you know, certain tastes of music or this or that where, and I mean, this is back in high school when it really mattered. Like you had to sound really cool by, you know, what music you listen to or whatever, you know? And, and so, uh, it was really cool to see, uh, we were very genuine and honest with each other from day one. And I think that played a huge role in our ability to last as long as we have, you know, and, and really have something to, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's, we weren't looking for each other to complete us. We just naturally found each other. And so, I fully agree with
1: what you say and at the same time I used to think like this for a long long time but I'd like to have a little nuance because Mm -hmm. I also saw through experience that we have kind of two different paths because they're different personalities for me my own example has been I've been single for about four or five years which is a long long time I had money I was pretty in shape Um, I could go wherever I want meet people and I was meeting people but they were not the right one and they will just go away and ghost me and stuff so I had to go through all that and this kind of forces me to dive within to understand this famous question of what's wrong with me and to understand that actually nothing is wrong it's just like my criteria was not high enough that's I didn't trust myself that I was this goddess. So I was just thirsty and I will just accept anything because it's like being in a de- desert and you're just thirsty and like there's an oasis somewhere and you just take to drink something, whatever it is, even if it's Coca-Cola and you don't want it, but you just take it because you feel like it's going to help you and that's fine. This is kind of the profile of the 30, 40 years old, strong, independent woman that grow in a city when we're kind of tough. But there's also a different profile where maybe the person needs to be in a relationship to have this mirror that is kind of pointing to help grow and find what you like what you don't like and kind of find your personality so it's two different paths like the one that you kind of by yourself because you're by yourself good deep within and the other when it's yeah more in a sharing because you need this um this other person to help you become yourself And that's fine too, but yeah, we, everything is okay. We just need to be aware of what are my needs and how can I fulfill it and go look for it. And this is actually the key.
0: Okay, gotcha. So kind of understanding your, your kind of, yeah. Like understanding like what it is that you're in need of and you're, so you, you, you believe that it is more like you can find certain aspects like in a person that can kind of like complete complete you in a certain way like would you is that kind of like uh, you agree Um, with or is that like you're saying like that's one separate path of it kind of
1: I'll say that some people are very lost because they don't know how to do I'm reading actually a very interesting book about women in the 19th and 20th century and the art of falling in love, to choose your husband, your wife is something very new. Actually, it's the last century. Women we will just choose a man. Actually, it's our family who used to choose a man for herself. But it was for some, you know, like, um, yeah, wealth reasons. So the art of really choosing the right partner that matches who you are, it, it's new. So we're in a learning process. And I think this is where like some compassion for ourselves, for all the mistakes that we do is needed because we are slowly, slowly discovering our generation is already doing a huge gap if we compare to a parent, a parent kind of after two weeks we're getting married and like we'll get stuck all the life together and then they, they they say okay we can get divorced so everybody divorce and stuff and now we're in a different way but there's like different paths too and I think that someone who is not curious you know someone who don't have this um within the the confidence to to go out by itself, someone who is very shy and really, uh, you know, this flower who is not open at all, who just waits to be open but need someone for that. I think this is that mm. the kind of person that needs to be in a relationship, even if it's not a perfect relationship, but just to have less fear, to have this intuition that, that there is something because if not, it could not go anywhere or it will take ages.
0: Mm. So I guess uh, a question that's kind of coming up to me that I think would be valuable information for the listeners too would be for people who are, you know, maybe they've been single for a few years now and they are looking for a partnership and and they want to find that love, right? Uh, and, and that ideal person, like that beautiful relationship, what would be the kind of uh, advice that you would give to someone who is in that stage and they're not really sure, you know, what is the self-work to do or what should I be doing or looking for uh, to attract that person or meet that person? Mm
1: -hmm. One very simple exercise that is also funny is the wish list. Take a pen and paper and write as precise as you can all the criteria you want to have in a man or a woman depend on what you look for and really be precise, like the, I don't know, physical aspect, the personality, the values and go in detail, but knowing also that it's wishless uh, and it's, you need to find a way to make it in a positive way. Mm. Since you're kind of addressing your wish to the universe the universe doesn't really uh, understand the no. So if you say, I don't want someone who takes drugs, then you put the word drugs on your wish list. And let's say that uni- universe that is very, very far away and needs to hear a lot of us asking for lots of things couldn't hear the no and just heard the drug. So you say, okay, you want someone with drugs? Okay, I'll give you this experience. And then you're like, I don't understand. There's always someone coming in my life that takes some substances, but I'm trying to get rid of this pattern. I don't understand why. And then you kind of, okay, how can I find a way to write, I don't want someone who takes drugs, but to make it without using the word drugs? And then you're like, that's really where... Our authenticity and where like my way of of expressing myself is very personal so for me i will use maybe someone who take care of himself from inside and out and someone who is very cautious about the substances he's um he's consuming and stuff Finding a way, finding different roads to kind of get where you want, but on your own way. And this is the interesting part. And at the same time, the kind of, okay, how to, and I think it's very, very important. Um, before I met uh, Sandy, I wrote about three pages uh, without knowing him. I was like very precise. And that was a friend who told me, okay, okay what will be your ideal guy? And I was uh, like, mm, I don't know. And he was like, tell me five of, um, yeah, criteria that will, you know, be the perfect. And I was like, I don't know. I have it in my mind somewhere, but it was like, you know, no, tell me. And I was like, I don't know. And then he went out of a joke. I start writing and I was like, okay. And then I get very precise, very precise. And after, yeah, one year, of being with him, I finally find this notebook and we read it together and I was like, hey, this is the list I wrote even before meeting you and knowing you and it matches everything, but really everything in detail. I said, like, I want someone with very good quality hair. He's got the most amazing hair ever, ever, ever in on earth i mean it's this detail who for me are important but for someone else maybe it's not but this is you know like what uh, what is my ideal and you know knowing that if it comes one day so that's good and if it doesn't come that's fine to also detaching from that because it's the intention. This is what you want deeply from the depth of your being with this longing, this fire of the heart. This is what, you know, will make you feel happy. And then you also need to have the trust that the universe is willing to make you happy. Because if you just write this wish list, like, you know, um, like the to-do list or like your bullet uh, bullet point list, without putting in the fire in here, in there, knowing that the universe can offer you whatever you want if you really ask for it. And if that's gonna make you happy, why not? You know, the universe is not here to just make you life complicated. It's just that we've been said, you don't need to be needy to get someone. So we forget. About asking, about speaking it out loud, we forget about saying it out loud. I want to be in a healthy partnership. And this is something that is also important. You want to be in a healthy partnership, say it. Mm -hmm. Say it, but not only I want to be in a healthy partnership, but sing it. I want to be in a healthy partnership. Because the vibration we're carrying while we say this thing, while we write the wish list, are very, very important. When we sing in the car a song, we're kind of fully in there, almost like a prayer. You know, you say devotionally, yalala la la la. Why not to create your own little song by saying two or three words? of what you want and just make it out there maybe someone hear it and it happens maybe not and that's fine too it's still a nice uh, song that you can carry with you and yeah
0: no i the joy yeah bring
1: the joy and the the feeling already in what you're doing and please ask for it because if it comes from the right place you know with not this egoistic I want to be in a partnership because I feel alone and I want to just someone to distract me but it comes really from this longing of the union actually I'm a yoga teacher I always love to say that the union that we all seek through the performance of the yoga is actually not only like being super flexible and blah 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 it's unifying ourselves with someone else to co-create something and to share who we are, to share and to be seen, to be heard and all this, all these beautiful feelings. Yeah. I get emotional when I speak about love.
0: (laughs) It's good that you do. You're doing it right then, you know? And I think there's there's a few points I wanted to touch on in what you said there that were, were really important. For one is definitely uh, the, you know, in terms of, I I would relate this back to giving gratitude. Um, so when you wake up in the morning, one of the practices I like to do is I, I do a little gratitude, at least, you know, three things minimum, what I'm grateful for. Uh, but the most important thing is when you give the gratitude is not to just list off the things that you're grateful for, but rather to really feel a sense of gratitude for those things. So if it's the house, you know, that is over, you know, the roof over your head, it's not just, Oh, thank you for this house. It's, Wow! Thank you for this place that has you know cared for me and kept me out of the terrible weather, and you know, and really feeling that sense of gratitude for it. Uh, and then, so I think that is very important when you are writing something down to also really embody a, a feeling with it, right? And and understand that those are just going to kind of be words on paper until you really put that emotion with it, right? So I love that you said that. I also love that you said to not put down the things that you don't want even if you're saying I don't want this regardless you're still putting it down and I, I can't remember if it was a quote from Mother Teresa I believe but she said she would something like she would never attend a uh a, a march that was anti-war and you're like well that's weird right because it's anti-war but she said she would attend a peace march right mm. and so something that is, it's not, you know, you're not like still saying, talking about war. She's talking about the complete opposite. It's just peace, right? She would she would attend something that would be in a movement for peace and like, you know, reconciliation and all of that. So I think those are very important. And also just the point of writing something down is so incredibly powerful. I think that many people have that experience where... They actually physically write something down and see it. And, you know, as they're writing it down, they're fully embodied in what they're wanting and really putting it into, yeah, into action, right? And so uh, I think even Jim Carrey wrote down a check for himself and like put it in his wallet and said like, it's like a million dollars or whatever, you know? And he's like, this is how much like I'm going to make one of these days from acting. And sure enough, he ended up making exactly that amount that he wrote down on the check. So- a lot of truth in that. And I love that you shared that. I think it's a great practice. And I would love to now move a little bit into being in a relationship and finding how to make the relationship continue in a healthy way. So for example, uh, you know, what are some of your key tips to longevity in a relationship? Um, Mm. You know, whether whether it's fights or, you know, on how to overcome those or if it's, you Mm. know, just anything, right? Um, what, what, What have been your keys to success?
1: Well, the key, the most simple always work is communication. Clear communication is really the key. And this is where you cannot communicate clearly what are your needs and what hurts you. If you didn't do previously the work to know yourself and this self-awareness that you can have through the practice to know yourself and to know when you're getting emotional and when you're not centered, when you're maybe acting or speaking from you know this anger or from this, you know, emotions that is not you, it's just you feel that way, and then maybe you cannot control yourself and you're just like. Pfft, give it on someone else instead of just like kind of being responsible of how you feel so i think that yeah communicating clearly um in a safe container knowing that you can say how you feel that it won't be used in a bad way against you that this it's safe to be vulnerable and to be just as you are because again we always want to show this um when we are like shining when everything is good but there are ups and downs in life and that's fine again we're a human being and that's part of a process so it's just the more authentic you can be uh, and asking when it's time for you to say hey I need my space because this is another very famous quote that I love it's like being in a relationship is being the guardian of the solitude of other and it's kind of really stayed with me when I heard it the first time which you know we did the previous work to kind of fill up our cup and be good by being single and being with yourself then you find this partner with who you want to dive a little deeper but Don't melt with the other. It's not about forgetting and losing yourself and not answering anymore to your own needs to kind of satisfy the other. And this is kind of what usually we tend to do. It's because it's so comfortable and pleasant to spend a lot of time with the other and to kind of shift our own habits to spend more time with the other. And we forget to take the time to, again, do the things that we need to do, in my case, is to do sports, uh, like to go exercise, uh, to read, to sing, to like play the drums (laughs) and do all this. That makes me feel happy. And when I'm happy, then I can also share this happiness. And if I am in not a good place also, to just not be afraid that the person cannot um, um, that the person cannot accept it it's just like hey I am not I mean I'm on my moon don't touch me my body is sensitive so it's not uh, pleasant for me to get more intimate please can we just um, cuddle or not and just being fully Yeah, cautious about how you feel and respecting yourself. I think this is the key: respecting yourself to again and again come back to yourself first. And this is not being selfish because sometimes we want don't want to be selfish. We want to love others, we want to help others, and we forget about like filling up our own cup. So I think that to make it last forever, or you know, in a long term, in a partnership, is. You are the one that is in charge of this body, of this vehicle, of this health, of this all thing. And you cannot rely on anyone else to make it function, uh, you know, and be efficient. So you have to do the work to keep on, you know, feeding, nurturing yourself to feel good and... Also, now you have someone that is here to help you when you also need some rest and when you don't feel good. So it's just, again, like without being self centered, but nurturing yourself. And by nurturing yourself, you also be able to give much more and to be with an open heart. So I think that kind of whatever you do. Even when you say no to something, that's fine. Like saying no, it's a proof of respect. And if I cannot tell you no because I'm afraid how you're going to react, then I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm not respecting myself. I'm kind of betraying myself. And then at some point, I will not feel good in my shoes. And somehow, because I don't feel good in my shoes, that... At some point for nothing, I will tell, you did that to me, you did that for me. And that was actually my own responsibility to feel good in my shoes. And if I don't feel good to say, hey, I am not alone anymore. We are in a partnership, so please help me. I need some help. And this is where also not being ashamed of saying, hey, I'm in a vulnerable space now. I need either to be in my cave, as usually what men likes to do, kind of to isolate themselves, or to say like, hey, please, woman, we are like, I need your attention. Please come in. Just what, what do I need to do? Nothing. Just be present. I need your presence. And sometimes sharing this precious moment, it's also a key. Just no phone, no distraction, just taking the time to be present with each other asking clearly like how can i improve do you need anything um yeah like asking questions because you're not afraid that what you hear might kind of hurt you like oh my god yeah you didn't like what i did yesterday what i said oh you don't want to hear it you're ready to hear it because that's fine we all do mistake make mistakes so yeah i think it's this And, you know, cultivating the quality time together is also something very important, very important to Mm -hmm. keep on like doing acro yoga together, to laugh a lot, to read books, to comment about it, to do activities together. That's going to really make the fire still very alive. And a nice sexual life is also important, I think, to make everybody satisfied. And again, in a relationship, it's about just communicating clearly because we might find an imbalance, but it's just usually because we don't dare to communicate how we feel and what are our needs, because it's just a stereotype and a cliche that man, men are more needy and women not and all this thing. It's really like very personal and just need to be said.
0: Yeah, it's, I, I do believe a major role comes down to communication and Uh, You know, really, actually, most of it comes down to communication, right? And being able, like you said, to say, to communicate with your partner, but without holding back, right, in a way that's very honest to yourself. And, you know, and, and being mature enough, both partners to respect uh, the other person's needs, right? So, um, if someone does say, "I need space," or you know, that when I'm like this, this is what I need, you know, and I think it's uh, something you know that needs to be communicated. We need to be able to be honest with ourselves and communicate honestly, and also to be understanding of what the other person might need in that moment, even if that's not what you want at that exact time. <laughs> you know, we have to compromise and and understanding that you know, Hey, um, maybe you need your space right now and that's fine, but your partner does need affection. So take your time, take your space, but understand that at some point you will need to, you know, give, give back reciprocate, you know, and, and I think it's this very like, yeah, just really understanding and being very mature to communicate and to respect each other. And I think it's, um, you know, it's something that I think we will, continue to always work on, you know, no one's ever perfect. Like, um, you know, in no way am I saying that I'm a hundred percent, Oh, the best communicator, like no, by all, by no means. Right. Um, but I think it is very important to say that. And, and I, I, in my experience, I believe the communication is absolutely key and plays a huge role. Um, and yeah, so I also wanted to dive a little bit more into you you talked a little bit about obviously uh having a good uh sexual relationship with your partner is absolutely key. And I know we had talked a little bit about, you know, um sexual energy and creative energy and kind of channeling that into what you're doing in life, you know, and and how can you actually, you know, there's this a lot of people talking about manifesting right now, which is amazing. I love it. I'm all about it. Um, you know, absolutely believe that, you know, there we create everything from a mental space, right? And energetic space, and then we bring it into the physical world, right? And so uh, I'm really a believer that it does all start here and then we bring it into the physical realm. And so I would love to hear uh, a, you explain a little bit about how you have manifested certain things and you know the process, because I think there's a lot of gray area. So uh, please mm-hmm. explain anything on that.
1: Well, uh, the sexual energy is what gives a life. So it's kind of the most powerful energy we have within. And a beautiful thing to understand is that even if women have this uh, capacity to give birth physically to a baby, men also have this energy of creating because we all have this masculine and feminine energy within us. So it's just about first acknowledging that and playing with it. The masculine energy is more about action, is more about moving forward. And the uh, feminine energy is more this receptivity and this uh, unconditional love. So it's learning about how to just connect them. I love like having this... Uh, connection with the left and the right hand on the heart center as a little reminder that every time we do the action so we move uh it comes from the place of the heart and we try you know to find a balance in the heart and this creative force that usually might be spelled in the love making um what in a different way like when we make love we kind of create some energetic flow and the question once you know you're passionate you're doing this love making and when you're really fully there like in tantra and uh, the love making is a way to the path for self-realization because this state of love making when it's done without the mind you're fully yourself you're fully present so you can actually get these bliss states when you can reach samadhi. I didn't say I get to that point, but (laughs) it's the theory. So if we based on that, we can slowly, slowly build the awareness that there is an exchange. There's an exchange when you kiss uh, your partner through the prana, so through the hair that is going through, through your body to his body. So there's an exchange. When there's also the yoni, so the uh, feminine uh, sexual organ and the lingam that come together, it's also a new way to communicate and also a way to without words create something and this connection of the yoni of the lingam have the capacity to give birth but they also if you don't want to give birth have the capacity to be transformed to sublimated to kind of be aware that the energy are flying around in the bedroom, wherever you make love, it's here, it's present, it's flowing all around you. So it's kind of taking the time to say, okay, now that we are creating through from a space of love, this energy that is here in the room present, what do we do with this energy? How can we maybe redirect it for a higher purpose And this is where, like, you can say, okay, I want to create my life. I want to, you know, become the master of my life, the one who is really manifesting my desires. But for that, you also need to ask yourself, what are your desires and what you want to manifest? So it's about, okay, taking maybe the time after a sweet love making to say, okay, I'd love this for me in my life to happen because I want this outcome. And this is what the direction I want to go take. And kind of, again, knowing that you're in this higher state with this energy floating around and that you're in the pure state of love and that this energy can really be used in, in a way to help you become the person you want to be and sometimes to become the person you want to be you need a car because for example me if i want to be on time to give my yoga class i need a way to get there so it's not selfish about saying hey yeah i need a car it's okay i need a car not because i want to show everybody how rich i am with this woohoo astonishing car and stuff it's just like, yeah, I need this car because that will save me some time to be on time and even in advance for my class and be super open and super present to give my yoga class and to my students. So it's really like, I need that because of this. So again, the intention and it's how to use it and I'm kind of uh, in my personal way because trying to make it more concrete because, again, I watch so many things about the law of attraction, the law of manifestation, and we we all understand what does it mean like from this space. But what I'm trying to do is to feel it from this space. So for me, everything really starts from the heart, and this is where I'm starting. Okay, I have this life force, I have this capacity to create, and now I give myself the challenge to write a book. And I'm like, I'm gonna try manifest this book in the concrete to really give birth to my first baby with this energy that are sublimated, that are here, and that you know it's gonna kind of be a proof that is there and I'm trying to write this book not from a pushy place of like on YouTube you can find how to write as fast as you can and you know to be super efficient it's a way to do that and that's fine but I'm more trying to be in this receptive energy that's kind of uh, you know just channeling and making you empty to give some space to this Energy, however, you want to call it, this universe to just go through you and communicate through you, and actually, yeah, you just become a vessel to create something. And yeah, this is the little game I'm like uh, doing this year, and I'm really curious and excited to see um, in the concrete how it's going to manifest. And I really would love that we all understand, men and women, that we are creating our lives. So it might be the intention to write a book, but it can be more subtle, more simple of just like, hey, I want to be happy in my life and just find this energy that can move us, you know, and to use it to get one step closer to this perfect life that we desire.
0: Yeah, the manifestation process is definitely, uh, you know, it's it's very interesting and, and can be unique for each person. But uh, I, I definitely agree, um, you know, through yoga teachings, they do talk about how this energy is very creative, right? We like you said, we all have this ability to create right uh, from a sexual standpoint and obviously a physical mental standpoint. Uh, And so being able, you know, from the yogic standpoint, they talk about, yeah, cultivating that sexual energy, because it is a very creative force, it creates life. And so bringing that into a place where instead of creating life, maybe you're creating something more in the physical realm. And so uh, it's really cool because I know both you and Sandy have been manifesting and, and doing this process and, uh, you know, really seeing the, the fruits and the rewards of your of your practice, which is really cool to see. And And I urge anyone who is interested in manifestation to look more into this you know, dive deeper into the yogic, uh, terminology and understanding of it, or obviously reach out to Ivana as well. She, (laughs) I'm sure would be happy to talk about that because (laughs) it's a very, it's a great topic. I I love manifestation and it is, uh, it's a practice I do every day with my meditation. So, uh, so happy to hear you talk about that. And, uh, I know we are coming towards the end of our episode here, but I would love to, uh, you know, have you share any other information you want to talk about, Uh, Whether it's your book and what that's about, um, you know, to share where people can reach out to you and connect and, you know, follow you and subscribe and just be in touch with you. uh, Because obviously you have so much knowledge to share and I know people are going to want to be able to connect with you. So please take the floor Um, Anything you want to talk about last minute, touch points you want to hit on, or just ways to find you would be much appreciated, Ivana.
1: Thank you so much for this uh, space. Uh, I'm actually building up slowly, slowly my YouTube channel to create a community because I've been traveling a lot trying to kind of fit in the community and then I kind of realized that we all have again the capacity to create our own community and we have this network that is international you're in the states now I'm in France and we can still find a way to connect and exchange so I think that yeah kind of Finding a way to co-create and to inspire each, o- inspire each other is very, very important because, again, we have all this life force within us. And maybe every time we feel aroused, maybe every time we make love, we can just, as a, you know, in the background somewhere, remind ourselves that this energy is the energy that can give birth to a project to our desires, to our dreams in this world, because it has this strength, this capacity. And to really ask ourselves, what is the ideal world we want to live in? Because we're definitely responsible of the way the world is right now. And if not, and we kind of feel like, it's overwhelming, I cannot do, it's not true. Let's take the time to Breathe in, breathe out slowly and to kind of start creating our own future. What is as a collective, this consciousness, where we want to put it, what we want to do with all this manifestation. Do I want to keep this manifestation energy for myself again? Or I want to give it back for a higher purpose to kind of create again, this, beautiful world and my book is actually a very interesting work because I could decide to just do you know this um, self-help book and I decided to take just the risk to create a fiction because I'm putting out there a whole work about what will the ideal world look like and I'm kind of designing it and shaping it through my own perspective and that's me, how I can imagine and see it. And I'm saying that maybe, who knows, I'm this inhuman desire manifester and someday it gets to the point because, yeah, it's how can we help this world become more like we want it to be and really understanding that we have this capacity to create and that things are changing constantly and that we are part of the change so it's now time and not tomorrow but now to just take life as this playground very playful when we can experience when we can have some fun and just accept some time to make some mistakes some time to uh, just you know lose ourselves and just you know from this hard space of like yeah of love if every action is really put out there from a space of love it's gonna be okay it's really gonna be good so this is my invitation of just yeah falling in love with life
0: (laughs) that's the best way to do it though uh yeah i can't wait to read your book when it comes out and i will be probably one of the first people on it i'm sure Mm -hmm. uh, being that we're in touch (laughs) but i really love that ivana and, and thank you for sharing all of your knowledge and wisdom on on this platform here uh, so grateful to have you on. And in terms of uh, your YouTube channel, your Instagram, uh, all, all the places people can reach you. I, I will put those in the show notes, but feel free to also uh, just mention it here. Um, at where what What's your handle on Instagram and, and all the other... Uh, you
1: can find me on Instagram, inspired by Ivana Bajik. So my name and last name. Yeah. And on YouTube, Ivana Bajik, you'll find me too and yeah
0: perfect thank you again
1: for having me and yeah thank you for the work you're doing and, and gathering all this beautiful soul around you to inspire people it's it's beautiful thank you for that
0: Uh, Thank you, Ivana. No, I I appreciate it greatly. And and I'm so happy to have this platform to have people like you on here. So it really makes me super happy. And uh, for those of you who have enjoyed this conversation, please reach out to Ivana. She is a great person, super lovely to talk to, um, has a ton of wisdom and knowledge. Uh, If any of these topics intrigue you, please reach out to her. And uh, yeah, and if you're ever in ANSI, which is a beautiful place, then I'm sure uh, you can find okay. Ivana. Yeah. Go meet up and, and enjoy a yoga class or have a great conversation or do some breath work, uh, whatever it is, it'll, it'll be a great time. And, uh, thank you so much for coming on this show, Ivana.
1: Thank you. Cool. All right, everyone,
0: you guys know the, uh, motto of the show. It is do everything with good intentions and connect to your elements. Thank you very much, Ivana. Thank you. Peace. i you.